0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Sarcastic Mind, I'm your host Chris, I'm here with Justin and Dallas, it looked like Justin was holding in a sneeze. No, I was laughing because you're the only one with the headset oh. and I couldn't hear the intro. <laughs> so I'm just like bobbing back and forth. Yeah. Um, so today on Movie Deathmatch, we are going to talk about two great old school action movies, movies that they don't really make anymore and it's and it's disappointing. First movie is Cobra with Sylvester Stallone going up against Death Warrant starring Jean-Claude Van Damme. So, uh first thing I want to point out is that both of these movies are kind of written by famous writers. So, Cobra is written by Sylvester Stallone and who obviously wrote Rocky and, you know, so he, he Oh, that his, was
1: that was the same guy?
0: Okay. <laughs> <sighs> um, and uh, I don't think many people know but Death Warrant was written by David Goyer it was actually his first screenplay uh, David Goyer has written such films he's kind of had an up and down career he wrote uh, Blade, Blade 2, Dark Knight Trilogy uh, Jumper with Hayden Christensen which I don't think anyone saw um, and then this one, and he's written some other stuff, but, uh, let's go ahead and let's get into Cobra first. We'll start off with that one. Um, the first, the first thing I want to talk about is how they're viewed by their peers. Uh, very different. So in Cobra, he goes, they call him in because this guy goes in and just starts well, shooting up. A, can I,
1: can I like, just in case nobody, people haven't seen it, like set up what Cobra, like what Cobra about.
0: Okay, so Cobra, it starts off with this, like, cult, and they're down in the sewer or something, and they're just clanging axes (laughs) together for some reason. It's one of the greatest, like, and you never see any of these other people, really, but it's and it's got, like, some dude in a suit, so you know that, you know, they've reached the highest ranks of society, and it's, like, 12 people. And Cobra is basically, he's part of what they call the zombie squad, and he does the jobs that no one else wants to do. And there is a guy from this cult who goes into a grocery store, like a Piggly Wiggly, and just starts shooting chips. And yeah, he just starts
2: shooting the produce.
0: Doesn't – he shoots someone later, but at the first he's just trying to scare everyone, I guess. So they call Cobra in. They've got SWAT, everything else
1: out there. He goes in. Um, <laughs> What I don't get is why he – you know, in that scene, he walks in and lets like ninety percent of the grocery store leave. I, and I've always I always wondered, like, why did he only keep like he only kept like five people? Maybe in he there.
2: knew that he was only capable of yeah, just he, him that'd by be himself. He couldn't like if he had thirty people in there, a couple of them could group together and overpower him. Yeah, that's very sense. smart.
0: Yeah, this guy's this guy planned it out. Anyways, he so Cobra goes in and in one of the great product placements in this movie he's standing right next to a pepsi machine and then he he opens up a coors just takes a couple swigs of it (laughs) and then uses that as a diversion
1: and you see the pet you see pepsi in another scene too like yeah it's like outside his house yeah yeah
0: he's got like a huge light up sign that's literally no one would agree to that because you're not gonna get any sleep with that (laughs) thing blaring and gives one of the best one liners that I can that I can think of where he tells the guy that he's a disease and that Cobra's the cure. <laughs> yeah. Um the first time you see Cobra, he pulls up in a I don't even know what kind of car that is, but it's definitely not I
2: don't
1: know.
0: police
2: issued. No, it's like an old 50 something model Chevy or something. Yeah,
0: and his license plate reads Awesome 50 on it. So you just know that this guy is not playing around and then so he long story short saves the day okay gets all these hostages out and <clears throat> there's that one prick cop that doesn't approve of his methods and he basically just talks shit to cobra the whole time when he just saved all these people and he's
1: always got the same face he's like always <laughs> like, he's like hey cobra he goes i don't i don't even know why you're here yeah keeps he making <laughs> <thinking laughs> comments through the whole movie like Make
2: sure you kill the right person this time. Yeah,
1: but yeah, dude, I, get into. yeah, <laughs> yeah I wish
0: they would have dug into that more. Like, how many innocent people is Cobra He always makes those little
1: things. He's like, 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 yeah, Cobra, he goes, he, go back to the zombie squad. <laughs> <laughs> so he just had that look all the time. But I, I don't want to skip over this, but remember in the Piggly Wiggly, that guy, this is how diabolical this guy Cobra's dealing with at the beginning. He has people. One's an elder, elderly man. Sitting next to open freezers, (laughs) like on a grocery aisle, where you go like down the frozen aisle and you have, you know, you open the thing. They're open, and these guys are just freezing. Yeah, there one dude was in the wheelchair, and he had the door open right beside him.
0: Yeah, dude, that was next level, diabolical.
1: (laughs) But yeah, for as much like not only Sylvester Stallone, by far the the best looking cop, it one of the best looking cops in general. He sticks out like a sore thumb everywhere. Always seems to get the job done, and I don't see him get much respect. No, the entire and, movie, nobody gives him any respect. So,
0: let, so let's uh, switch over to Death Warrant. The first scene you see with Jean-Claude Van Damme, he is going after this guy who whose codename is The Sandman, and The Sandman killed his partner. Van Damme is from Canada, and he's come all the way down to California to catch The Sandman. And
1: which if which if you mi- if you miss that one line you'll never know that he's yeah, from Canada. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they I missed it,
2: it at the beginning of the movie and I was wondering like what well, like how they implemented him. Well later your que- in the movie. well your
0: question was and, and the death warrant is they basically send Jean Claude Van Damme into this prison because all these murders are happening inside the prison. Ritualistic which, killings. But again, the fact that murders in a prison are you Know happening so rare yeah. that they got to get to the bottom of it,
1: but but again, they were rich there. I think it's because it's ritual, though, dude. You keep saying that it's ritual, it, dude. They, they said in the movie they said it's ritual because yeah, uh, it was get always, into it, but they, was, they were harvesting stuff, there was always the, like
2: uh, they were like punching the back of their heads,
1: yeah. Okay, but I don't, I don't know, I don't if it remember was
2: classified that. as ritualistic, but I mean, it's it was the same. Over and over. I'm like, telling
1: you, man. in the at the beginning, they mention when they're giving him the job, they're like there's b- there's a bunch of ritualistic killings going on. <laughs> All right, I, pull I, up I'm, the script. A, yeah.
0: Um, so anyway, so they they send Col- uh, not Colbert. They send uh, Jean Claude Van Damme, whose name is Burke, and they send him in because he's from Canada and nobody will recognize him. So that's how you kind of were like, oh okay. But anyways, so the first scene, he's he's like outside of this abandoned apartment complex. And these three gang members, out of nowhere, come up to him and try to rob him. And he just roundhouse kicks all three of them. <laughs> and it's like, dude, you just saw your two buddies get roundhouse kicked. Why wouldn't you prepare for that? And I don't know about y'all, but I haven't seen too many fights that that warrant a roundhouse kick. There's I've not never many.
2: seen anyone throw a kick in a fight ever.
1: Like a real fight. Well, y'all obviously haven't fought the Sandman, so <laughs> yeah. it's it's a little different when you're going into the prison system. Yeah, you know? so
0: he runs in, so he he goes to this uh, old uh, build abandoned building, and, th- and there's a fight with the Sandman. There shoots the Sandman five six times.
1: We're we gonna, we're gonna talk about the Sandman in depth later, yes, right? Okay, because yes. I got we're gonna I talk about some, both villains. I got some problems. <laughs> yeah, so shoots
0: Sandman five or six times in the chest center mass, like quality shots. Okay. Then I guess he, uh, because he got stabbed or something, so he took some time off, and then it shoots ahead a time later. He walks into the precinct, and, dude, he is like the coolest kid in school. Everybody's coming up to him, high-fiving him. He's sitting there chit-chatting with everyone. You know, it's like uh, you can't hear what they're saying because he's got the music playing, but, um, you know, and then so he, he goes in, and they're telling him, you know, what they want him to do or whatever, and... But yeah, Cobra, I feel like gets shit on by his own team the whole the whole movie. Like yeah. they don't, like you said, they don't give him any credit.
1: Yeah, and even that, that that's what, you know, we're gonna get into this. I know, like the movie and stuff, but that's the one thing I just didn't understand. Like Cobra is like, like, you know, Burke at least. Even though it's Van Damme, like, he's not walking. I mean, but this dude drives a really cool car. He's got shades on all the time. He's got a mat. Like, he looks like one of the coolest dudes that these people have ever seen. He's got a
0: gun that's got a
1: freaking Cobra. Yeah. And he doesn't even use a holster. He carries it it in his pants (laughs) right by his penis. Yeah. (laughs) And so that's what I'm saying. Like, you see this guy, you'd think that at least he'd get a little bit of... But I really don't remember one time. I think towards the end, like, the the police chief was like, Good job, Cobra. There's a job in... And there's a job up a little higher for you, he's, and I guess he stays with the zombie squad. But, oh
0: yeah, yeah. But, but that's the only
1: time in the whole movie that like uh, that he gets that respect. You know, they really put that. They really every time that one guy was in it, that was his role. As you like could just tell that tear that down. Dude, Cobra.
2: they made they put like glasses on him and stuff, so you could tell they try to insinuate that this dude is like by the book on everything. Yeah, and that's I guess why him and Cobra butted heads. But, but I never, wish they would have given more of a backstory between those two. It just was so confusing what the hate between them. That's
1: what I'm saying. You never find that out. And also, I don't even know if he worked for the FBI. Yeah. I didn't see anybody else doing casework. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't even know if Cobra's part of the police force. Well, well,
2: we're going to get to some of Cobra's. Did you see one
1: police light?
2: I saw a ba- his badge one time, Cobra's.
0: Dude, maybe his zombie squad doesn't need
1: badges. And Cobra and his, are we going to talk about his partner? Yes, we're going to get into everything. All right. Gonna... I don't want to talk about it. I'm excited, but I just don't want to talk about everything. Um, can go, but
0: So let's let's move ahead. Both movies are kind of moving along at this point. Uh, Van Damme has now gotten into the prison, and the first thing, the very first scene of him actually in the prison, his uh, he goes up there and he starts messing with the radio, and the guy that's bunking in that room comes in and basically tries to to rape Jean-Claude Van Damme, or basically tells him, hey, you know, you got to pay to to sleep here. Yeah, and Van Damme says, I don't pay, and I don't punk. (laughs) 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 And it's just, and first of all, this dude is like the smallest guy ever. It's the same guy from uh, Stripes. Stripes, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Francis from Stripes. Yeah, so a
0: guy that you wouldn't think is going to, I mean, Van Damme's kind of an imposing guy, and – then, so that was kind of the first thing of like, okay, Van Damme's not going to take any shit from anybody. Cobra, he goes up and these people are in his parking spot and he goes up and just hits their car and just starts pushing it forward. This guy jumps out and gets in his face. So what does Cobra do? The most, the most emasculating thing you could do to a man, I think. Just takes his shirt and just rips it off his body.
2: (laughs) And tells him to clean himself up.
1: (laughs) But that's the difference. Like, Cobra Cobra really establishes hard 30 minutes. I mean, just the first 30 minutes of Cobra is basically just showing you how cool Cobra is. Uh, Death Warrant, I'll at least give this to Death Warrant. Death Warrant doesn't, even though Sean claude Van Damme kicks a lot of ass in this movie, you never feel like he's just... uh, they're making him cooler than he is in the movie. Like he kind of like, he's more believable as like a cop to me. Cause Cobra is just so like just like I said, the first 30 minutes is just all about, man, we're going to make sure that everybody knows how cool Cobra is. Well,
0: but can we talk about how bad Van Damme is at keeping his cover? Like he's the first time he goes to lunch, he's like, he's like, Hey, I heard about these killings. (laughs) 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 And then, so this guy who, um, kind of becomes his friend in prison. I forget the guy's name in the movie, but um he uh he tells him they're at lunch and this guy comes up and starts uh he has like this shank. homemade shank and he holds it up to the dude's throat in and the lunch line. In the lunch line, Van Damme just reaches over and just breaks it like just snaps <laughs> with it with an in index one, finger and a thumb, right? Yeah, just like yeah. folds it in half. And I mean, at that point, you're gonna, you're kind of thinking, like, man, dude, you're not trying to, like, keep a low profile <laughs> at all. Like, you're not even worried about it. Um, so, then, let's get to the, the weirdest. I think the thing that sticks out to me and Justin for sure, because we've seen Cobra multiple times. Dallas, was that the first time you would seen it?
2: No, I was probably second or third, but I saw it originally when I was pretty young. Okay,
0: so something that has kept us up at night numerous times and we'll call each other and we'll be like dude help like help me through this help me figure this out sylvester stallone goes into his house all right goes into the freezer gets pizza out of there and eggs and no an egg carton an egg carton
1: oh yeah that's right an
0: egg carton opens up the egg carton you find out that it's pieces for his gun to clean his gun which you have to
1: chill a gun
0: that's what i don't get why (laughs) couldn't you just kept that in like a Bad yeah, is like that's not,
2: and that's not, like, something that if someone finds it, they're going to steal it. They're like, we're going to cl- steal yeah, this he's gun a cop. cleaning kit. He's a cop. Like, if it was an actual gun, like, a freezer, I guess, is a acceptable place to hide it, but not your cleaning kit.
0: And then he takes out this piece of pizza, okay? Cuts a sliver into a triangle. Cuts the, the end of the pizza off and just... Cuts it with scissors and then puts the rest of it back in the box and eats that little triangle. It is the weirdest food movie scene I have ever seen in my life. Yeah,
1: I can't wrap my head around why that's in there. I really can't. Like, what? Like, what is that show? Yeah, dude.
2: Whoever was, like, in charge of editing that film should hopefully never worked in Hollywood again because that, I mean, that's a... I mean, how do you miss that? Or did, was that written Dude, in? Dude, I'm
0: pretty sure Sylvester Stallone wrote that in. <laughs> I, I, will, I will
1: say this. The first 30 minutes of Cobra are the weakest of the movie. So I could see that somebody, when they're watching the dailies or whatever, they're like, what the hell is this? Like, get the hell out of here. It <laughs> yeah. never comes back irrigated. that They got somebody better. Because, like, the first 30 minutes are, in my opinion, the weakest. Like, it gets better as it goes on. Luckily, yeah. nothing else that weird happens in Cobra.
2: The director must have just been, like, scared to say something because...
1: He's like, do you think you could just... Eat it regularly. Yeah,
2: he's like, no, this is a deal breaker.
1: He's like, I'm, I'm Kabritsky.
0: Look, I either <laughs> have this in the movie or I walk. It's in my contract. He's <laughs> like,
1: damn. Pepsi will <laughs> leave us if you do. Yeah. <laughs> damn it.
0: Um, so then, uh, the guy it show, it cuts away to the this cult, which I'm not even sure they ever even give their name. No, they they just they're just
2: the Night the... Slashers.
0: Well, no, that one guy is named the Night Slasher.
2: Well, oh, okay. the media named
1: him that.
0: Yeah, but I don't think they have like a cult name. They just keep saying like the New World Order or whatever. Well, Anyways, <laughs> so it cut, so it cuts to I'm like I'm thinking the
1: WCW man when yeah. you said that coming through.
0: Um, Wolfpack or uh, Hollywood?
1: Oh, uh, it's it's that'd always be Wol- Hollywood. Yeah, that'd be Hollywood for sure. Wolfpack had the uh, Wolfpack Yeah, Kevin Sting. Nash.
2: Ed Sting for a while. Hey, yeah. Kevin Nash. Actually, and Scott Sting Hall. was in both of them. He switched. Dude, he's a little traitor. Sting's awesome.
0: Anyways, um. So, it it cuts to a couple of clips of the Night Slasher, like, literally just walking up to people in their cars and killing them.
1: Extremely anyone. sweaty at all times. Yes. The sweatiest villain in movie <laughs> history.
0: And he's wearing, like, uh, me and Jess were talking about this. He doesn't wear a ski mask. He wears, like, pantyhose. So, yeah. th- so his whole face is all smushed up. <laughs> <laughs> and Justin was even questioning if ski masks were even available at that time, which we did later see a guy wearing a ski mask, so it yeah. was an option. Um, long story short, uh, the girl in the movie, she, uh, Bridget Nielsen, she witnesses uh killing, and they're going after. Her, okay.
2: Well, she and, didn't know she witnessed it. Yeah, she was they,
1: literally just driving home from yeah. work.
0: Yeah, and then they don't. Typically they wouldn't have shown that the woman that was with them with the night slasher they they would have held that that she was a cop or they would have had the you know like they would have revealed that later on but this movie decided to go the opposite and show her straight from the beginning yeah. so you
2: know that she's You knew who the mole was
1: the whole yeah. time. Yeah.
0: And then they're just like, I can't figure out who's in on it, but
1: <laughs> Hey Cobra, you can't figure something else like that. Why don't you go back to your night job? <laughs> Let us <laughs> Okay, I don't think that's how that guy talked.
0: That's exactly how he sounded, man. Um, but uh so then they're at this they're at this hospital. And Cobra... Well, wait
1: a minute, wait a minute. You're skipping a very important part. Bridget Nielsen's photo Bridget. Shoot.
2: <laughs> With all the robots. Yeah. Bridget,
1: Bridget Nielsen, okay. After they after they get the quickest license plate rating of all time, they decide they're not going to let her. I don't really think she saw anything, dude. If that guy wouldn't have been walking towards her car, I don't think she saw anything. No, she didn't. I think that the fact that he was walking, she's like, what the hell? Yeah, he and was standing in the middle of the well, street. Well, dude, you got pantyhose on your head. Yeah. And then so anyway, the part you're leaving out is that uh she's there's that five like literally a five minute scene where it's a montage cut between that and like the night slashings, <laughs> and it's her with all these robots doing this photo op, and then that's when, well and it up, also
0: shows Cobra going and interviewing a bunch of like, tranny prostitutes. Yeah,
1: oh yeah, he's going in like I think it's showing that that's what they oh, that's what yeah. the night uh the zombie yeah. crew does is like go to like the seediest parts of town, like the shadiest parts of like the, you know. I guess, yeah. Underworld. But he
0: so then they're at this uh the guy tries to kill her and she ends up going to the hospital and Cobra goes home, you know, he's had a long day. He goes home, finds out that his partner is also his partner calls him, was like, Yeah, man, what'd you need? He goes, He goes, What? He goes, Yeah, I'm at the house. He said that. And he's like, Get back to the hospital. And it just, and they run there. And then, so this no, night No, he slasher, didn't even say that.
2: Remember, all he said was, Yeah, I had a call from the precinct. None of us called you. And then he just takes off running out the door well, straight knew. to the hospital. He but, knew. Yeah, no one even told him the hospital.
0: But uh the night slasher, he's he's able to blend in which is weird because he's like six five sweaty super sweaty and (laughs) that looks like a killer to me yeah (laughs) so they're so they're like uh he's got this cop that's on his payroll but he won't let her do it so he's like no i gotta be in disguise and
1: he's not interested in her either i I noticed like he he has nothing he has nothing else going then night slashes. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. There's one scene of him just sitting there, just like manically <laughs> shave, like sharpening She's a blade. To like
1: kind of get you know, trying to turn him on a little bit. She's like, "Come on, baby, let me do this one." He's like, Ugh. "I think he just makes noise." Like, yeah,
0: and then so his his big disguise is well, first of all, he goes in there, takes uh takes like some hair color or whatever, and like moves his hair back, like slicks it back. There is a guy, a janitor, that is probably five foot five yeah, goes into the thing. <laughs> he ice gets slasher kills him and then takes his outfit and it yeah. and fits, and him fits perfect. perfectly.
1: Yeah. And he's, he's got like, glasses on spoiler alert. still yeah. Sweaty. Still super sweaty.
0: And then, so he goes up on the floor. He's got a mop with him in the bucket. The entire floor is carpet. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, I just gotta,
1: just gotta make my rounds. Which by the way, one of the dumb, and again, I, you know, I don't want to pick on this movie cause I really like it, but, the the cop sees him and the, the he's just like a beat cop and he's like hey, that looks kind of odd and then the the one, the uh, lady nurse is like oh I'll, I'll check it out yeah <laughs> and then he's like oh okay and then she <laughs> goes and she uh, does she get night slash yeah she gets slashed she gets sure. night slash too mm-hmm. so that's what I'm saying man this guy has no other object like you don't know anything about him which I kind of like because I didn't need a backstory but I've never seen a villain who starts the movie. And stays that same way. Through, I mean, all he wants to do is night slash. Yeah. <laughs> he because
2: obviously he's like the head of this cult. So like, why is he out doing all the dirty work? Like, did he? it's, it's he, one of those
1: things where you know they're still a startup. Yeah. There are only twelve people. If you notice throughout the movie, they don't have that big of a, gr- a crew. Yeah.
2: But when he calls them, they all come running. The way yeah. the way he
0: looks at it is like, why be a part of something if you can't enjoy it?
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah he Mike, just had a
2: thirst for blood, like Michael
1: I think. Jordan. Would love to play more. Now he's an owner, but if you asked him, he wants to still play basketball. Same with the Night Slasher. Once the Night Slasher gives up that, (laughs) it just becomes an overseer. He doesn't get the the satisfaction. I didn't think that we'd
0: be comparing the Night Slasher to Michael Jordan (laughs) at any point in this show, but um, so let's get back to Death Warrant. So part of that same scene, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme tries to go and sit with the his friend who is a black guy, and he tries it, and they're like. This movie is so. This movie is uh, 1990, I think, but it is so like. And I don't know if prison is this way, but like everything is segregated. The the entire wings of the prison are segregated. Um. So then this, you know, obviously the like the white supremacist table is like, hey, why don't you come sit over here? And they got this guy who literally has all the people he murdered, their names tattooed on the side of his head, and it's like, you know, maybe, I mean, that was a, probably a pretty quick. You yeah, know, that's jury. How they caught him. Yeah, I mean, they're like, "Damn, we don't have any evidence," but something about those names. <laughs> yeah, we're
2: investigating a murder of Tiffany, and you have <laughs> Tiffany on the side of your head. And
0: there's these I other, <laughs> and there's <laughs> these other murders the exact same way with all
1: these names on it. And for some reason, you wrote them checks, so we know your handwriting. <laughs> so you're done. Um, well, I have.
0: Oh. So uh, I was looking at my notes. So I just had Bruce Lethal Weapon guy, and I was trying to think oh, of who that I know was. Who you're about, yeah. So he plays so the same he goes role in, there. in everyone. Yeah, so he goes in there and it's this uh, like Oriental guy, and he's got the long the guy from Lethal Weapon who who like tortures rigs. He's
1: also the guy who eats the Crunch Bar in Die Hard. Yes,
0: and he comes in and you're just like, dude, he literally has the same outfit, plays the same role, yeah, in every movie, but you know. He's been in. I mean, think about the movies he's been in: the Lethal Weapon, Die Hard.
2: Yeah. This. Yeah. Was he in? Was he the dude in Dumb and Dumber? That he, he tours hard out. No.
0: No, that was not, not the same okay, guy. Okay, no. no. All right. Um. So let's let's get to uh, let's kind of go in depth a little bit more on uh, Death Warrant. So they they have this uh, this moonshine business that they also run. And they, you know, every these cops, like he's trying to smuggle Van Dam into this like area. And the only way he can do it is to get by this security guard. Well, the way that he entices the security guard to not pay attention is he offers them this moonshine. And it's just like, dude, you can go to the store. What do they
1: call that when you make it into the it's toilet? It's like uh,
2: toilet wine or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, but what, 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 it is, called, what like, is
0: it called? The process of it? Fermi- oh, fermenting the yeah. fruit and uh you know and this guy's just sitting there and he's you know and they have it and it's almost like a like a gas it almost kind of looks like a uh or no i guess it's just like a normal like, uh, carton, like right? a carton
2: right yeah it's like a square carton or something i don't know
0: so anyway so um so they have the segregated wings they've got all this other stuff there's uh his partner is this woman who is posing as his wife and She'll come normally and come and kind of give him, you know, an update on the case or whatever, and he'll tell – and they're doing this all in front of other people. Like, there's no barriers in between the conversations, so everything you say, like, the person next to you can hear you. And, like, the third time she comes in, the security guards frisk her, but, you know, basically, like, sexually assault her, basically. <laughs> yeah. Then she goes to the – the trailer for a conjugal visit and Van Damme doesn't waste any time. Well,
1: but, but, but here's the thing though. They had just put Van Damme in uh solitary, solitary confinement. <laughs> just put him in there, strip them butt naked. Well, I think you have
0: there. to, I think you have to strip in solitary.
1: But what I'm saying is he goes from being in solitary confinement to, get to getting a, a conjugal visit.
2: Yeah. Those are for like the best behaved people in prison. Yeah. Conjugal visit. So he
0: get. so he goes in there. No small talk or anything, and literally just starts kissing her neck and all this stuff, like she's basically just been assaulted
2: yeah the the guards made her strip, and
0: well, and who knows I mean they cut away after that, yeah. so who knows what happens after that,
1: but I think they just I don't think it went any further do
0: we need to get in get into how corrupt these cops
1: are yeah, but they weren't they didn't she wouldn't have been able to just carry on. Maybe,
0: maybe not. I don't know.
2: Maybe she was just trying to put on a brave face for him. Yeah. Why wouldn't she tell him, though? He's Burke.
0: Because he's already, he's going through enough right now, dude. He's on the inside. Remember? Anyways, and, um, so these cops are, you, you find out in a little bit that these cops are in on this, the reason that these people are getting killed is because they're harvesting their organs, you know, and, um. But Burke needs to have a kid hacker. He needs to have someone that can hack into the database. I think she actually calls it like the mainframe. And it shows and I love in like any movie that ever deals with hackers or a hacker part, it is gonna zoom in on the keyboard when they're typing. And this kid hits the same key like ten times in a row. It's like the A key and he's like hacking one on
1: one. Yeah. I guess so. But it's just so like, dude. He keeps even... asking you, "Are you sure you want to hack?" And he keeps going, "Why, why, 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 <laughs> why, 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 why?" Um, and it's, <laughs> like, it's the... like, "I'm in." <laughs> but you know what? It'd be cool if, uh, if you could, uh, un- t- unbutton that top button for me. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> like that's how he, does it... he does the whole movie. He
0: doesn't say it like that, but he's always, he's always implying it. Like he's always like, "So I've heard that uh, men, adolescent men, are." sexually, you know, active or something. <laughs> and she's just like, um, first so, of all, she's like twice his age and this guy like the nerdiest dude in the world. Um so they they're kind of on to Burke now. They know that he's he's up to no good. He's there to find them out. So they pay him a visit in his room and he hides under the bed. Like nobody like nobody yeah. can see him under I mean I've seen in movies, prison beds, and they're not... It's okay, not like
1: he's got a cover that covers them. Listen, listen. I feel we're getting... We got to give a little respect to Van Dam. okay? He is Burke. So, yeah, he was hiding under that bed, dude, but it was pitch black in there. It was pitch black. Mm. And he used the diversion. So those guys, like, who's going to think, like, man, this guy's hiding under the bed? You oh, know he, I mean? did put, he did put some things That's in what there, I'm so saying, it looked dude, like dude, he, And he, he escaped sleeps, from
2: Alcatraz. His buddy gets strangled to death. He lets that guy go. Okay, but who sleeps in prison with their head to the to the gate? Like anyone can just reach through and be like, "All right, he's dead." (laughs) Yeah, but they could also,
0: if your feet are down there, they could tickle you. Yeah,
2: (laughs) I think I'm more scared of that, dude. What's
1: funny is they they show the feet. They they have a close up of the feet like coming into the cell that makes you think like, "Oh, who the." Is, who the hell is this? Yeah. And then they do a wide shot, you see who it is. So I <laughs> thought, like, when they went to the fifth, like, dude, they're going to have you guess who this is. I'm like, nope, it's yeah. those, it's those, that white supremacists that the guy with the tattoos they on his head. They change their mind halfway <laughs> yeah. through the scene. Yeah. And Burke lets that guy die. Uh, that guy wasn't
0: strangled, man. He wasn't in any hurry, I'll say that. Yeah. I don't well, know if I he I think let his him.
2: His throat was already cut by then. They cut it with, like, a some sort of wire. Yeah,
0: he's sitting there and he's like trying to like push the blood back into the yeah. guy's neck. He's like, Oh
1: me!" I think he actually does it. He goes, "Help somebody!" somebody. Yeah. And then they're like, "It was you, bro. Yeah, so then <laughs> that's, what, that's when he gets thrown in, in solitary.
0: Yeah. So, so he goes from a suspect in a murder to having a conjugal visit.
1: That's what yeah. I'm saying. They strip him, throw him into the corner. The guy basically leans down and says, "You never get out of here, but <laughs> Five minutes later, he's out. <laughs> You're never gonna get out of my prison. <laughs>
0: Um, so this brings us, well, let's switch back over to Cobra for a second. So at this point, they, they've got this, they've got this woman in custody. They're trying to help her out. They have like this big meeting of the minds, basically, where they have all these cops, you know, sitting there and they're kind of trying to figure out what to do. And Cobra's master plan is not keep her in the, is not keep her in the, um, Police precinct where there's twenty cops, yeah, you know, but to take her to some place miles away, like literally a couple towns over, and then all of a sudden they're like, they're like, hey, we're go, we're gonna give you another person, and of course it's the woman out of the entire precinct. It's the woman that gets assigned to this case that's in with the night slasher. Yeah, I think I. uh Yeah, I think, think I can tag along. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. Can we mention real quick, though, because I, I, I if we're going to get to this cool, but with him and his partner, just all they talk about usually in movies, partners will, you know, they want to make sure that like, hey, man, these guys been through a lot, you know. You don't get any other information except for Cobra constantly talking about all the junk food the other guy yeah. eats. He's always eating, like, Twinkies or candies. He's like, hey, it's bad for your health, man. He goes, hey, Cobra. I'm yeah. doing the same voice from that other guy. <laughs> but he's just yeah, like, you're, our audience is really going to be confused. <laughs> he's, just, he's just like, hey, I don't want to do a depression. But he's just like, hey, I, I like this stuff. you know? But, like, three different times in the movie, it's like an extended dialogue of, like, just that. Like, that's the only thing they talk about between yeah. partners.
0: Yeah, their relationship isn't real deep. You know, it's I not didn't like buy them as partners for a second. It's not like <laughs> Riggs or Myrtle. You know they they
1: haven't really been. But let's it. be honest, this movie wasn't about ever about partners, was no. it, Chris? It was about night night slashing and Kabrinsky.
0: And and so on the way there, they go, uh they stop at this little like gas station, and first they stop for food, and Bridget Nielsen pours about. Five pounds of ketchup onto our fries, and and <laughs> Sylvester Stallone like only he could say this and not be completely ridiculous because like you said earlier, like he's like the best looking cop ever, and he's just like, "Do you need a life preserver?" <laughs> and she's like, "For what?" And he goes, "Those fries are drowning on there." <laughs> and then right. he and then he takes this like giant fake hamburger, and he goes, uh, "Ma'am, your order's ready." <laughs> And it's just like, She's just like, oh my gosh, Kobritsky. <laughs> She's like, dude, his name is not Kabritsky. Yes, it is. That's his name. It's Kobretti. Damn. <laughs> Damn it, I should have caught that first. Why you did you it. tell me that earlier? I, I was
1: hoping you were going to fix it. call him Marion. Everybody's going to be listening. going to be like, this guy, I haven't even seen the movie. He thinks it's Kabritsky. <laughs> yeah, so I was going to get
0: to that. So then the partner's sitting there and he's like, he goes, hey. Goes, you see that guy over there <laughs> talking about cobra. He's Still like,
1: was just over there, like looking at some. Yeah, he's like looking toys. at bobbleheads and shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and he goes, he goes, he goes, i gonna make that guy smile over there. That guy right there. And she's like, yeah. He goes, he goes, come over here and whisper this in his in his ear. And he, you know, it doesn't tell you. So then later, she, you know, goes over to him and she goes, uh, she goes, uh, Marion. And he, like, that's his first name. And he's just like, yeah. I wish it was tougher, but you know. And it, like that was like the, all the build-up they needed to have a romantic relationship.
1: Speaking okay. on the ketchup, though, I remember when we were watching it. Dallas, uh, Dallas said like before we even Cobra mentioned. I remember you saying like, "Man, they gotta mention mentioned yeah. about that ketchup."
2: <laughs> it would have been like the pizza cutting the pizza if they didn't mention it. Yeah, but it would have been better actually if they. That's didn't
1: what's really it. awesome about Cobra is there's so many scenes like you're talking about with the editing. There's so many scenes that go on way too long. But it adds to the appeal for me. It's like the ketchup. It's like, she, like literally, man, nothing else is going on but her putting ketchup on it. It lasts for like 20 seconds. And that's pretty long. Yeah. If you're just like watching a scene of And they zoom in on it four different times of her <laughs> dipping it in there, you know? Yeah. Fries.
0: Yeah, it's almost like they got to the end of the movie and like, hey, man, we need to make this movie like three minutes longer. Pepsi Can only eat? wants to
1: be a part of a 90-minute film. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this movie is actually like one, like, uh... An hour and thirty-one minutes. Wow! Mm. So they're probably like, "Hey, man, we need to just add some shit." So, yeah. like, all right, I can, I can have Bridget put some ketchup over there, yeah. and I'll make a. i will make I bet all and that and
1: happened in one day. He just pour he pulled out a drawer, so I had scissors, so <laughs> he had ketchup. He goes, "I got two scissors. Yeah, out of here. Too, yeah. <laughs> I'm late to the set anyway. I'll take this with me."
0: Um, so, so then he he goes to they get they get to the place. He's sitting there. He's obviously going through his, you know, he's putting together this gun that I don't even think is legal or possible. It's got, like, four scopes on it. And uh, he's got all these grenades and stuff. And then it shows the girl. So in the morning, all these bikers start coming because they know where uh, the witness is at.
1: and Because that that mole keeps going out to the...
0: Yeah, She keeps going out to the phone every five
1: minutes. Which, by the way, Stallone, uh, Cobra figures it out quick, yeah, and yeah, but he doesn't just do lets anything. it slide, yeah. He just says, Like, we right, we're go to make bed it a, now, yeah. He's <laughs> like, making it, he's like, hey, Who are you calling? She's like, Oh, uh, I had to call, uh, my, my mom or something, yeah. And he's like, What did you use the phone? She said, Oh, it was, it yeah, she had working. an answer
0: for everything. And then after that question, he's like, shit. All right,
1: she's like, We <laughs> can either stay here, get jumped, or we can leave,
0: and uh. So, they start they start coming up, and he has all these grenades, but, dude, he uses them at the worst possible time. Like, every time he throws a grenade, he only gets one kill.
2: Yeah, there's times when there's groups of, like, 15 dudes together on, like, dirt bikes, and he chooses to shoot, like, a pistol at them instead of throwing the, gun, or the
1: grenade.
0: Well, and here's the thing, too. He he put that scope or whatever on that gun. That
1: laser sight.
0: He never uses it. Yeah. Like he like he, oh
1: oh yes he does. He
0: uses the, but didn't he put like a you
1: forget that scene in the, in the the climax in the in the boiler room. Remember, dude, that tricky kill he gets. He has that gun set up and it's pointing or something. Oh, that guy yeah. follows it. And he's behind. Oh. him. He's like, no, oh, gotcha. <laughs> he gets it behind him. Yeah.
0: But um. So yeah. So he, you know. His grenade ratio, I don't feel like he was getting the most value out of that that he could have. Um, and he
1: didn't give his partner anything else. His partner, well, his had, partner a gu- had one gun. His partner was the worst because
2: as soon as he stepped out of his hotel room, he got, ah! he got shot, and <laughs> he, you didn't see him until the resolution.
0: Yeah. So let's flip over to Death Warrant. It's getting towards the end. These people, they know about Burke. He's He's going to be in trouble soon. Then a little a little old friend pops back up named Sandman. But by the way,
1: this goes way deeper than you could ever imagine in this apparently, movie. We're, we're not going to go into every single detail, but there's a couple twists in here that that happen and there's no there's no closure. Yeah.
0: So he first of all, how in the hell did he not hear did they not have phones back then, or did they not, like, talk to each other? How did he not know that he didn't
2: kill the How Sandman? How did his partner that he was having sex with not know that Sandman's still
1: alive?
0: How did he not know? Remember after when he goes back to the precinct at the very beginning? Oh, yeah, because that was, like, like,
1: months later. Months later, and they're just like, yeah, and man. everybody in the prison knows Sandman, because when he comes in, there, they're like, it's the Sandman.
2: Yeah, he's already, like, his first day in, he's already having people do tasks for him.
1: Yeah, so, like, nobody mentions Sandman until he gets there, and when he gets in, it's one of the great... I've never seen a villain go like have ten seconds at the beginning of the movie, and then they don't mention it. It's almost like they're like, "Man, we hired this dude for the day." <laughs> yeah, yeah. We hired Sandman for the day.
0: He, yeah, he's probably of all the villains in any movie I've ever seen, he probably has the shortest screen time. But he make he makes good use of it. Like
1: the dude in Cobra is like a constant force throughout yeah. the movie. But with Sandman, he's not like he, yeah, he's the villain, but he's really not even the like. Again, man, like he's in it that last, like, what, 15 minutes? Yeah. So, I mean, it's just kind of, I kind of like that, though. Cause, like, you, the first time you see it, you're just, you don't expect it, you know? So,
0: so they're sitting there, and Burke's in his, in his, uh, cell. Sandman's there. Sandman's already tortured him a little bit, tortured Burke a little bit. And one of the guards, the corrupt guards, comes up to Burke, and he's like, he's like, hey, Burke, Sandman's gonna get you. And he goes, why don't you come in here and say that to my face? Or something like that. Like, basically, like, and he has found a way to rig the cell to with electricity oh, so yeah. that anybody that touches it, so the guy's like, you, uh! and he grabs the thing and gets shocked to death. And that's how he, Burke ends up getting out and kind of, you know, getting away while they, st- so Sandman gets out and starts letting all the prisoners Why does out.
1: Sandman want to kill Burke? Dude, he's just a murderer. Yeah, like he's he, a murderer. He already he, killed his partner. Kill him. If he right. wanted why did he want the other guards to kill him though? Because he had he had an opportunity to kill him right there in the showers. Like when he's like has him tied up and his buddies are there and he's beating the hell out of them. He could have beat him. He could have killed him right then. He like what? He
2: said he wanted What did he, What did he say? Dude, he
0: said? these people it's not about the kill. It's about the the torture. Yeah, cuz the... he said he Yeah, cuz he said he's he's ki- he wanted
2: yeah. didn't he said it's going to happen to you. I don't want you to know when it's coming. He wanted him to be like Surprised when he was going to get killed.
1: Yeah, it's a strange strategy. though. Yeah. yeah, it backfires. And then he says the great line, just in case you forgot, his name was Sandman. He goes, "Dream me a dream, Burke." Yeah, dude, <laughs> dream they, me a dream.
0: Yeah, they they really <laughs> took that Sandman thing pretty far. A couple. Why times. Why is he
1: Sandman? Uh, uh, I'm assuming because put he dirt. He puts you to sleep forever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did they ever mention it in the movie that was what I meant? Like, did I they don't ever mention so. why they call him Sandman? But he.
0: So then Burke is sitting there, Sandman. Put an axe into Priest, who is is another guy that's open. <laughs> you just threw that in there. Like, everybody listens <laughs> like who the hell's the
1: Priest? <laughs> yeah, priest is this
0: guy. He uh, he runs like the underground area. Which I say that, but it's basically where they have all the black prisoners. Like it's like they're all
1: in the in the bottom part. Well, I, the, you never see them. I think it's like trans, It's like the brothel. Yeah, and it's like guys like. I guess you could say, yeah. I mean, but I'm saying
0: like, when when they show that part, you didn't see one white guy in that whole no, part. Wasn't. And then when you go to the other part, there's not any. No, that's what
1: I'm saying. It is segregated. Like every part of the prison and the movie, the whole movie is really like stereotyped. Oh, big time. Like so, like the first time you see the group of like uh, black prisoners, they're like smoking weed and they're like like come and hit this Burke. And Burke's like, I forgot what Burke says, but they been say you crazy son of a bitch, Burke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? it's, like, and then I mean, all the uh, Latino guards, I mean. It's really stereotype. Like oh, the movie. Not like the guards, really, the prisoners. The prisoners, yeah. 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 It's just, and even the guards, like just the Yeah, the, they've the, all got the white, hairnets. All the guards are white and they're just really like racist. Yeah, all of the Hispanic
0: uh prisoners have hairnets and they're all like, you know, got the top button. Yeah. Um but uh so he throw he puts an axe into Priest and then was able to and this guy's like six six. This dude's huge, Sandman's huge, and was able to get away. Like, he was Batman. Like, was just able to just... Nobody... You know, Burt couldn't find him.
1: Dude, he turns into sand. He can Burke,
0: get through the walls. Burt <laughs> then fi- figures it's a good idea to... He goes in the middle of this platform and just... Starts screaming. He goes, "Come on!" <laughs> it does that for like ten seconds, and then this wrench it just comes flying out of nowhere. It yeah. hits Burke right in the face. Listen,
1: <laughs> this thing is a gigantic wrench. Yeah. I mean, this thing is the size of Burke. Yeah, it probably weighs like. 60 in slow mo, it comes and uh, Van Dam looks. goes, ah! it gets Yeah, hit. dude, it hits him right in the face. But what's great about what's great about Sandman is that he he wants to make sure. I think Sandman has short term memory. Because he has to keep reminding himself that he's fighting Burke. Because the entire movie I'd like to take a account on it. He says Burke five hundred times. He goes, he goes, Come on, Burke. Come on, Burke. And every time he punches him, he goes, How do you like that, Burke? He <laughs> goes, Come on, you're gonna die today, Burke. And like fifteen times, man. So, he says it.
0: So then and we'll and we'll get to how that's kind of similar to Cobra a little bit. Yeah. Um so then he has probably one of the worst ideas a villain could have He's he's pretty much <laughs> handing it he's hand, he's giving it to Burke a little bit like Burke's yeah. you know and let's not forget Burke is surrounded by hundreds of escaped prisoners now they're just kind of they're like all around the the prison
2: like a stairwell yeah like that deal.
0: and they're cheering on Sandman Sandman uh they're down by some furnace which I'm not even sure why there's a furnace there and he he opens it. And he's like, "Welcome to hell!" And then, and immediately, uh, Van Dam jumps up to do a jump kick, and you see the face of Sam and be like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> Kicks him so hard
1: in the chest, Sam flies back into the furnace. Yeah, D- dead. Catching like, fire. Everybody. I mean, he. This. I mean, this guy's dead, right? Yeah. Wrong. He's dude, not. He dead. was in
2: there for a good minute. Oh, he got crispy. Yeah, dude, and like <laughs> any other person, you're in there for. 20 seconds. you guess, good, dude, he, he okay. comes
0: back out and he's like, he's like, Aah! and dude, at this point, it's just like, damn, dude, just stop. <laughs> yeah, dude, they
1: do like a 20 second slow mo scene of him just like burning? He's like, ah, <laughs> he can't hold on to anything because his fingers are falling off. But then, so
0: Van Damme then kicks him into this. Uh, su- I don't even know how to describe it, but he kicks him into this thing and it goes through his head. Yeah, Dude's still alive. <laughs>
1: In fact, still talking shit. Still talking shit to <laughs> so Bert. So he's like, hey, "You can't kill me, Burt. I'm the same man."
0: And uh, so he ends up killing him. And now all the prisoners don't want to screw with him. Like now, Burt they are letting Bert walk freely. They could have killed Bert yeah. dude. In a second, it would have taken like four dudes. There just was to li- pin there was a hundred.
1: There was a hundred prisoners. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, easy. And he was tired after. a Yeah. Big so then, the so th-
0: so then, by the time he gets out, he gets out of the prison. Okay, they've got SWAT and everything else is there, and he he just walks out into the arms of this, I guess, his new girlfriend. Yeah, and that's how it ends. You don't you don't find out if the the people went to jail. Well, let's let's cut back to one thing I want to hit on that we that uh, I forgot to mention. So the big twist in the movie is that there's this guy that has been helping. There's like two guys that are helping Burke on the outside. And they're like cops or whatever. Or they're somehow connected. And uh, the girl is really close to one of the guys, the older gentleman. And she doesn't trust the other one. Well, it comes, f- come to find out, the one that she trusts is the one that's in on it.
2: Yeah, on the organ harvest. Yeah,
0: so he's sitting there, and he's talking to her at this party, okay, where there's like hundreds of people outside his house or in his house. And he pulls a gun on her. And then his wife just happens to walk in, and she's like, I forget the dude's name, but she's like, David, What? what's going on? And she's like, yeah, explain this to Helen. Yeah. Which,
1: by the way, he was harvesting the organs for his wife. Yeah, she yeah. needed a new liver, so he took it from one so, of yeah. the So, you know, you th- you're thinking Death Warrant's just going to be this thing, and then it it's pretty but, deep. It, it well, gets that's a why deep.
2: I think Sandman wasn't in it as much is because he had two, there was two separate things that, Van Dam was
1: having to deal with. They had to have Van Dam fight somebody. Yeah, I yeah, think that's why. That I think that, that has is why Sandman was there. Like, dude, this dude's huge. Yeah, like we gotta have, yeah. we gotta have Van Dam fight somebody in the climax. Where
0: where on the uh, on the pecking order do you think Sandman fits with uh, Van Dam's villains in his movies? He's not number one for sure.
1: Uh, I I'd say he's number three. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't even. I think he's a shit villain. Here's why. He doesn't do anything. Like everybody talks about how scary Sandman is. I didn't see him do shit. I mean, At the very beginning partner. of the movie, but you don't see it. Yeah. You the very beginning it. of the movie, boom, 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 gets shot. Then you don't see him for the whole movie. Yeah, then he comes does... in, talks all this shit, and then gets his ass kicked.
0: I would say number one is uh, Chung Lee or whatever Blood from Bloodsport. Uh, Blood yeah, that dude was I'd say nice. number two is uh, Tung Pao or whatever his name is from uh, Kickboxer. Sick. And then probably Sandman. Or the guy from Lionheart, who looks like... Godzilla I mean, I like Giant.
1: Sandman. Sandman's a memorable villain. I just meant, like, that, like for as scary as they, like, talk about him in the movie, he doesn't do anything in the movie no, like that the night, shows his his strength.
0: Like, the Night Slasher, they show him, like, killing yeah. people yeah. and doing stuff. So, anyways, so let's go back over to and close out Cobra. So, Cobra... There's like this long chase scene where all these bikers are chasing Cobra and they end up in this like refinery. Bridget Nielsen is trying to get this guy's. OK, so they're in this like a aban- not even abandoned, but this refinery. There's no one there. And there's one security guard there. And Bridget Nielsen comes up banging on the window like to help her. And he just looks at her, He's like, get, get out of here, you <laughs> pesky kid. <laughs>
2: And it's just like, dude, how many people come up to you in a day like banging on the window? Yeah, like a woman in distress coming into a metal refinery. Yeah, does that happen every five <laughs> yeah. minutes?
1: And, and a, by the way, very attractive woman. All yeah. Right? And now they've traveled eight hours because Co- Cobra's idea was, hey, there's too many people to protect her here. So let her come with me and my partner. We're going to go out into the deep, deep, deep woods yeah. and just lay low.
0: We're going to go into a so far out of town that the hotel has to advertise that they have television. Yeah, so
1: like this is a, a type of woman that they're not seeing a lot of in this town.
0: Yeah. So Cobra pulls, like Justin said earlier, pulls a great uh, Houdini act where he has the the uh, laser sight pointing in a direction and this guy thinks he's sneaking up on Cobra. Well, well, in fact, Cobra's sneaking up on him. Kills that guy. Now it's down to him and Night Slasher. And this is where Night Slasher and every villain in movie history kind of gives like why he's doing this or why he um and he's basically just saying that like we you know we kill the weak and we're the new world order and you can't stop us. And he keeps he keeps calling him pig. He's like, he's like, you wanna die, pig? You gonna die tonight, pig? And he kind of dies like a bitch though. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, dude, <laughs> Cobra find I forget how he there's like these cranes somehow. That they got just big hooks constantly coming by these hooks and he throws or he gets night slasher onto a hook and, and he's sitting there and he's like, ah, and this lasts for like a minute straight of him just like crying and ag- not crying, but just like yelling out in agony. And then he goes into like a furnace and you know, so then again, Cobra saves the day. Cobra has ridden the, the city of the night slasher. Who I think they said killed like 19 people already or something. Um, as soon as he gets out out there, you know, the main cop is like, Hey man, we got a job and you know, hire up if you want it. And then he's like, nah, I think I like where I'm at. So then uh, the other guy, the pesky guy is like, you know, Cobrady, We might have different methods, but I guess you got the job done. Even though the other times you killed innocent people, like he makes some kind of like snide comment, and yeah. finally Cobra just like punches him. And it's like, dude, nobody in the world—I don't care how much you hated someone—like nobody is gonna say that at that moment.
2: Oh, because he Cobra just single-handedly killed twenty-five guys. Yeah. yeah, and like it's not like it's just like another day for everyone else. It's just crazy. Yeah,
0: and they had to, and they had to do one more thing about what he ate because he asked the he asked the his partner who literally has his legs ripped up from bullets. He's yeah. laying on a stretcher and he's like, which I'm not even sure how, how that worked. Cause all of a sudden they, they appeared back at the
2: yeah at the hotel, hotel yeah.
0: but they didn't have a car anyways. So, uh, so he's sitting there and he goes, he goes, Hey, uh, if you need anything, let me know. And the guy's like, you know what I could really use? He's like, what? It's gummy bears. <laughs> he's just like, Oh, that's, I forget his name. He's like, oh, that's Mendoza or whatever his name is. But um. so let's, uh. so that's basically how the movie ends. Both of them, you know, obviously the guy gets the, cop gets his man. And so now we're going to talk about which movie we prefer. So Justin, which movie
1: out of these two do you think is superior? I think, I think Cobra is probably better just in terms of like the action scenes or lot, like you can tell it's got a better budget. Like because of the action scenes are actually pretty good. Like they still mm. kind of hold up. Like the car chase scenes and stuff, pretty good. And uh, but Death Warrant has like more like memorable kind of like scenes where like you kind of if you're watching it with some friends or talking with friends, like you can pick out more scenes. So this one's really tough because I like both of them. But um, are we picking just the best? What the best movie is, or which one I like better?
0: I mean, which one you like better?
1: All right, I I think I like. Death Warrant a little bit better. But Cobra is a better movie, if that makes sense. I know I say that with everything, but that's just the truth. Like, I could see myself watching. Like, if Death Warrant's on TV, I don't care where it's at in the movie, I could probably, like, jump on it and watch it. With Cobra, man, that first 30 minutes is, like, really bad for me. But, like, the rest of the movie is really good. Yeah. Dallas,
0: what about you?
2: Yeah, Cobra is going to be my pick. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's just a lot better. I mean, Death Warrant is almost funny to watch because it's so cheesy. But, I mean, it's worth – both of them are good, but, uh, yeah, Cobra's
1: really – Yeah, I'm going to pick movie. Cobra as well. I've thought about it. I'm gonna I was going to say, the
0: other day you said Cobra.
1: I know. I'm going to pick Cobra. <laughs> okay. But I really like Death Warrant. I want yeah. to make sure people know I like Death Warrant. So,
0: I'm going to go with Death Warrant. I I just – and maybe it's because, like, I kind of grew up watching Van Dam and it was kind of like Van Damme and Seagal – were, like, the two guys that were making these movies oh, back you and watched forth. watched great
1: movies growing up. Are you being sarcastic? <laughs> Halfway, because I, 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 I grew up with the same ones.
0: Yeah, I mean, and Death Warrant is probably my second or third favorite. Like, obviously, Bloodsport is my favorite Van Damme movie, but after that, it's either Sudden Death or Death Warrant. Um, And then probably Lionheart and Kickboxer in there. But, I mean, he just had some great movies, and movies that... They don't really make anymore,
1: you know. So those movies that like I I I'd like to think of them as like those I like to think of them as those fun like uh you know if you're like those movies they remind me of those movies if if you grew up in this time like. They would show up on like a Saturday afternoon, like three o'clock movie. It would be on Mm -hmm. like UPN. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know when you're like, like, it's like the typical like movie right then. And so I have a soft spot for movies like that, even though they're not great. And then
2: followed by Leprechaun Four. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) that's what I'm saying. And they always had.
1: That's when you had to like. That's the only way you could watch them. And like you had to, you know, you just be at home anyway, and you'd be like, oh shit. like that's when you watch movies for the stars too. Well, and we did,
0: and we did notice that maybe we did watch um, at least. Death Warrant. We did watch that on uh,
1: TV. TV because oh, a lot yeah. of the
0: stuff we don't remember from that movie. No, and,
1: it's it's more vulgar and violent than I remember and they've got a lot more a like
0: racism stuff than I remember. Yeah. You know, like they I mean they dropped some hard language uh that I was not expecting. I didn't I did not remember that from my time yeah. viewing it. So all right, so they uh are we've made our decision. I lost out this time, but uh Cobra is the victor. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening to the show. We're going to try to mix it up more, do some kind of movies that aren't maybe people have seen or things like that. And then, you know, mix it up here and there. Uh, Let us know what you thought of the show. You can follow the show on Twitter at pot of sarcasm. And we're on iTunes, Google uh, play. We're just about everywhere. So uh, check out the
2: show. If you like it, let us know and we'll see you next time. Thanks.